Hi, I'm Mark. Thanks for joining me on Words of Truth. You know, many people are wondering what is so important about Christian hope. What is it anyway? We're living in a world that is desperately seeking for some kind of hope. Wouldn't you agree? People hope their government will come through with whatever it is they're looking for. Some people hope their marriage stays together. Some people hope their family will be together for Christmas. People hope a vaccine will eliminate the fear of coronavirus and so on. And here's where Christian hope enters the picture. You see, if our future isn't secured and satisfied by God, well, then we're going to continue to be excessively anxious. If all of our hope is pinned on something or someone in this world, things that are unreliable instead of a faithful God, well, we're hoping in nothing at all. The result will be either paralyzing fear or self-managed greedy control. And when our thinking turns to only taking care of ourselves, only thinking about our problems and our potential, well, we become isolated and our love ceases to exist. What I want us to understand today is that true Christian hope is the birthplace of Christian self-sacrificing love. In other words, it's because we're allowing God to take care of us and that we're putting all of our trust in him that we aren't so preoccupied with taking care of ourselves so that we can pay more attention to loving and taking care of other people. You see, if we don't have the hope that Christ is for us, the result will be that we'll be preoccupied with self-preservation and personal improvement. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned about ourselves at all or that we shouldn't want to grow. But what I'm saying is that if all of our attention is pointed only to ourselves, well, there isn't any room for anything else. And in essence, we're leaving God out of the picture. However, if we let ourselves be taken care of by God for the future, well, then we can be free to love others. And when God satisfies us so deeply that we're free to love other people, it's then that his light can more fully shine through us. Let me just take a minute and talk about the difference between a Christian definition of hope and the way it's usually used. The word hope in our normal everyday English vocabulary is generally distinguished from certainty. And so we might say something like, I don't know what the weather will be like for Christmas, but I hope it snows. You see, there's always an uncertainty about it. But when you read the word hope in the Bible, like in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, where it says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. In that verse, hope isn't just wishful thinking. It's not like saying, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I hope it happens. 
In fact, that's not what is meant by Christian hope. You see, Christian hope is when God makes a promise that something is going to happen, and then you put your trust in that promise. Christian hope is having confidence in what God says is going to happen will actually happen. For example, Jesus said that someday he's coming back to take us to live with him in his heavenly home. We believe that. We put our confidence in the reality of what he said. Jesus said that he would take care of all of our needs so that we don't have to worry. You see, our hope is in his promise. That's Christian hope. And so the question remains how we build our hope in God. Well, in my mind, faith and hope are two overlapping disciplines of the Christian life. You see, hope is faith in the future tense, which means that faith is hope. For example, in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. That means that both hope and faith are fed and strengthened by the word of God. Hope comes by reading God's word, the Bible, with all of his promises and then putting our confidence in Christ who purchased them for us. Now, arguably, the most important verse in the Bible is found in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, where it says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Now, did you pay attention to the last part of that verse? Let me read it again. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Isn't that hope-producing? Why? Well, because its foundation is in the statement that he who did not spare his own son. And so when we look at the promises of the Bible, the thing we always have to look for and always remember is that Christ is what Christ has done for us to pay the penalty for our sins when he died on the cross. And it's because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead that all of his promises are assured to be true. Therefore, we can trust him to work out everything for our good. So, my friend, let's stop looking at the circumstances in front of us that can keep us from God's promises, but let's look to Christ and hold fast to him. You see, hope comes from the promises of God rooted in the work of Christ. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.